Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. So you have come here for information. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert update. A quick look at what's happening in entertainment. We dug up a lot of good dirt. On My Talk. My Talk. Listen and learn. Cardi B, she may not be uh, opening for Bruno Mars anymore for his concerts at the uh, XL Energy Center next month, but she is going to give us at least one more performance. Uh, Cardi B will open the MTV VMAs on Monday night. That was announced today. So if you're a fan of Cardi B, before she takes uh, more time off to spend with her baby girl culture, you can see her. I like it. On the VMAs. There we go. Uh, the 21st century, at least so far, most influential musician. NPR, National Public 1071 Everything Entertainment. Thank you for joining us. Marley McMillan is filling in for Julia today. We welcome her to the show. Yes, we do, Marley. Thank you so much. It's uh, nice uh, to be doing the show with you. Yeah, it's really fun. I haven't been here in a while. I know. It has been a long time. Remember when you were our dirt alert? Yes. And remember our Angelina fight over Unbroken? That was hysterical. Oh, I know. Yes. Um, that was I, know. I thought that was the worst movie of all time, and Laura, you really liked it. Well, most I mean, I think I was also influenced because I loved the book the so much. The book is amazing. amazing. Absolutely amazing. One of the most amazing books I've ever read. And I think I was influenced by that, and I also liked who she cast. I loved yes. Garrett Hedlund. Oh, I, loved, I love Garrett Hedlund. I loved Hedlund. all the people Jack that were Apollo. in it, and I just thought mm-hmm. it was really, I thought it was, you know, I'm ride or die for Angelina. That's good. You I know, know I'm you are. i for her. I'm, I'm, uh, you know, the uh, Forbes came out with the, um, um, the what do you call it, the highest paid actress list. Oh, okay. And Scarlett Johansson this year grabbed number one because of her hefty paycheck from the Avengers, forty point five million, and Angelina Jolie was number two with twenty eight wow. million. So all these stories that Brad Pitt's team are planting that she doesn't have any money mm. are biasa. How did hmm. she? How did she make that much money? Maleficent. She got paid twenty million. God, it's amazing because they're just making it off of one big one movie. One big movie. Yeah. Well, Scarlett didn't get the forty off. You know that was in all Avengers, but Jennifer Aniston was number three. Jennifer Lawrence four. Reese Witherspoon five. Also, Mila Kunis, Julia Roberts, Gal Gadot, and Kate Blanchett. Emma Stone off the list because she didn't have a super sure. What were those other women in? I can't even think of what the movies were that well, they were in. Let's see. Well, uh, is this movies NTV? Yeah, yeah, it is. Oh, whatever. Okay, right. um, just highest like paid. Scarlett yeah. Johansson mm-hmm. got twenty five million for the Black Widow film, which is in pre production. Oh, and does this include endorsements and that kind of thing too, or no? Just work. this is Good their question. acting okay. money. I th- oh, yeah, this right. is not outside money. Um, her salary will be the largest an actor says ever received for a single film for that Black Widow. 
Well, good for her. And if the movie earns nine hundred million worldwide, she'll get another six million on the back end. Oh, good girl, good negotiating. Yeah, and Angelina's been off the list for years because she did directing, the humanitarian, but now um, she got set with the hefty paycheck for Maleficent. And even though Jennifer Aniston only appeared in one movie last year, the indie movie based on a book called um, The Yellow Birds. Hmm. It's about Afghanistan. Okay. Um, she still managed to rake in an impressive $19.5 million. I had no idea she was in that movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah no, movie. they do, they do add her endorsement deals. Oh, it's a Vino okay. and Smartwater. Sure. And um, then she's also going to be getting $1.25 million for each episode of that TV series she's doing with Reese Witherspoon. Hmm. Nice. Yeah. That's 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 going to be fun. Isn't that about the behind the scenes of working at a news organization yes. or something? That'll Some be fun. Show, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I think she she probably still makes so much money from friends too. Right? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So anyway, I don't think that she's missing Justin Theroux at Definitely all. Definitely not. <sighs> yeah, she's not missing the hair dye stains Sting. that he left on his pillow <laughs> or the eyebrow makeup that would rub off on the pillow. <laughs> Meanwhile, she's Mrs. Avino oatmeal woman. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. Her pillowcases are clean as new. Yeah, I yeah. know. Like, uh, I mean, we were Julia and I, when we saw them at <laughs> yeah, that like, SAG Awards. Yeah. And she, I mean, I, we'd never seen her in person before. And, mm-hmm. But when he, they looked so mismatched yes that's the person you date for a couple years not the person you marry when they're that different from you he was so thin he looked Mm -hmm. like his doggo ganger is a whippet Mm. (laughs) yeah if you know what a whippet looks like okay i'm gonna i want to look at long legs okay angular this closely cropped hair i i don't think that uh whippets are black haired or oh, anything. Yes. It kind of looks like a greyhound. Kind of. Okay. And he was just tall and very thin and had so much makeup on and his eyebrows were so waxed. Yeah. And his hair was shoe polished black. Yes, that's what I was going to say. All I remember is you guys talking about it and saying his hair looked like shoe polish. Shoe polish. It's just. Oh, gross. Anyway, I think she's very happy. Yes. You know? And I'm happy for her. I am too. Jeez. And I don't think that they were ever married. No one can find a damn. Hmm. Maybe not. They might not have ever yeah. got married. That yeah. just might have been a whole a commitment ceremony. A commitment ceremony, yeah. and they just said, let people think mm-hmm. that we're married, blah, want, blah, blah. I want her to have a really good movie. I want her to have another kind of year like the cake year a little bit yeah. where she really carries. Did anyone see The Yellow Bird? No. no like I said, I, I had no idea she was yeah. in <laughs> I, but I like that she's getting involved with Reese because she's such a power player. Yep. And for Jennifer Aniston to, I think, just be a little bit more on the empowerment side of things yeah. as opposed to she's always on this relationshipy side of the coverage in the media. Well, she and, led, she ran, yep. ran good and hard with the broken hearted yeah, Jen right. after Angelina. The Brad yep. But she could take her narrative back, and yeah. she kind of did with this. I mean, we heard nothing from her. Nothing from her, yes. whereas before, you know, with the Brad thing, there were all kinds of interviews and yeah. stuff like that. But, I mean, he genuinely broke her heart. Yeah. Wasn't that funny, though, when... I mean, not funny. It's sad. Yeah. But 
wasn't it? It was a little bit funny how how much she came up when we heard about the Brad and Angelina oh. divorce. Oh yeah, I mean, all the memes about Jennifer Aniston that day were you, very funny. Yeah, I, they were very funny because you just know that she was sipping her tea. <laughs> yeah, you just know it and taking phone calls. Yeah. But still, you know, I am very disappointed at Brad Pitt's strategy, whether it's with his blessing or not, yes. to be dragging Angelina and spreading all these stories that she's alienating the kids and this, that, and the other thing. Whatever he did on that plane, mm-hmm. okay, whatever he did was enough to make Angelina the very next day boot him and file divorce. Yep. I, why can't why can't you have a straw that breaks the camel back? Why can't there be something that is crosses the line so hard that you just leave? Why does she have to get? He's the one who's had to see his kids with a therapist for two years mm-hmm. and pay for all of that. That's not her. And if I'll bet you anything, you know who's influencing the other kids, the two older brothers, because your older siblings. Always are influential on the younger kids, well, yeah. particularly cool. in a yeah. family of six. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, when you're 16, and if you're not feeling oh, your dad or your mom or whoever, and I mean, you are probably as big of an influence on your siblings as absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So I mean, it could well, be that, but I mean, whatever he did, he's so busy trying to paint her as this vindictive, controlling thing. I do not like that part. Of his strategy, because mm-hmm. he gave the one interview where he agreed, you know, he said, I was drunk yeah. and stoned every day since I was 18, mm-hmm. but now I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I guess I want him to be more stand up about it. I think it. he was probably kind of a deadbeat. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's kind of a deadbeat, probably. I mean, he's a hot guy yeah. who's had an amazing acting career. But probably really Every, never took care of himself otherwise. Yeah. And everything kind of came easy. Yeah, and yeah, he and Angelina were. He probably had never had to do anything, yeah. you know? And so Angelina, I think, is very opposite of that. And I don't know. I think you can probably like her or not like her. Yeah. Or, you know, maybe if you knew her in person, like you maybe be friends, mm-hmm. maybe not, or something like that. But regardless, I think she takes care of stuff. Yes. And it probably was, yeah, just ultimately. That's the last straw. Uh, but I, I think regardless of what actually is going on, it's just so sad. It's He's so leaking sad. so much. Oh, I mean, TMZ God, in the this, blast, they're like, every day, oh, she's so... I mean, and it's all coming from Team Brad Pitt. That is so sad. I mean, those <sighs> kids are going to be so affected by that. It's just, gosh, the ickiness of divorce yeah. and messy family breakup is like the... sad. It makes me so sad. Yeah. Yeah, no, that Ugh. is. We are on Team Kid. Jolene. Yes. All right, yes. listen. When we come back, uh, we got some random thoughts. Have you ever wondered how long it would take you to watch everything on Netflix? I haven't, but I can't wait. A scientist has figured it out. You know, I saw this story the other day. Do you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if... And now, Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. In honor of National Tell-A-Joke Day. Oh, you have a joke? I got a joke that I borrowed from a funny person on Twitter. What's the difference between the G-spot and a golf ball? (laughs) Uh, I don't know. What? (laughs) A guy will search for a golf ball. Bada bing. (laughs) Hi. Thank you very much. That's pretty cute, isn't it? 
cute. <laughs> I don't know why I'm cute, <laughs> but it's funny. What's the speed limit of sex? Uh, no, I don't know what. 68 at 69, you have to turn around. Oh, no. <laughs> hey, now, drive a veal. I'll be here all day. Hey, you're uh, getting ready for Project Down and Dirty. That's right. You should be doing a stand-up, Lori. I wish we could just do a whole thing of nothing but blonde jokes and blue jokes. No, there's plenty of those. (laughs) I know it. I know it. Jeez. Well, you guys can craft that, right? For your No, I want to just do a roast. That's what I think it should be, a whole roast. Who will you roast? Each Each other. other. Oh, okay, okay. Each That'd be other. fun. That would be fun. It'd be hilarious. Maybe you guys can all team up to roast B. Arthur. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Too. I mean, okay. I would love to do that. That'd be funny. Go I for mean, it. I mean, the jokes alone with uh, Mr. Seaman are endless. <laughs> True. <laughs> True. <laughs> That's our big boss. That's his real name. All right, Donnie, what do you got? Uh, assuming you have a significant other, this would apply to you. Uh, what's the last thing you look at before you go to sleep? Your significant other or your phone? Well, believe it or not. I hope it's your lover. Uh, 25% of people say it's their phone. Oh, well, oh, right. that's, that's, that's pretty good bad. then. Not too huh. bad. So three quarters do have their priorities straight. Uh, 93% of people sleep with their phone within an arm's reach right there on the nightstand. And 10% have it under their pillow. What? Under their pillow. Ugh. All right. So there you go. Okay, there you go. So here you go. Here's okay. my Netflix story for yes. you. How long would it take to watch everything new on Netflix? Because we heard the other day that movie theaters, to try and fend off Netflix, are trying to do... It, start, it was first done in South Korea where they're doing the kind of the immersion screen so that you're seeing it like how you see it on these big 3d things you have at home your tvs oh i know it so wait like an imax or they call it three screen immersion hmm okay just another thing the movie theaters are trying to do okay so a scientist at um across the pond they worked out how fast someone could watch all the new content on netflix Okay. Okay. For 2018. That's right. Okay. And they they did it based on um, 2017 numbers. Okay. Because there were 1,399 movies, 658 TV programs, and 242 documents documentaries were added to okay. Netflix. So, and this there's a book called Netflix Obsession. About mm. that it's the most popular source of home entertainment. Yep. So it would take you to consume every new movie, television series, and documentary that was added to Netflix in 2017. It would take Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 236 and a half days of watching for 13 hours, 15 minutes per day. So basically 14 hours a day. This allots time to eat, sleep, wash, drink, and go to the bathroom. Hmm. And uh, 58% of your day would be spent on Netflix. You'd get three 30-minute meal breaks, 15 minutes to bathe, Sleeping time, seven hours and 10 minutes to poop. (laughs) Hear that, Johnny Depp? Yeah. So anyway, um, the quickest time in which you could achieve that while doing your basic life functions Three thousand Gosh, well, I thought that would not even include any time for the other things. Oh, no, they factored it in. That's a lot. But that is, that's the, okay, what is it, 365 days? It's basically. Yeah, I wonder, it would be interesting to kind of know the exact, which I I guess would be pretty easy to figure out, but to know the exact amount of time you spent watching TV if you watched Breaking Bad. Or, oh, yeah, or you yeah. total up all the shows that you've ever watched. I don't want to because I watched. I know. Just <laughs> last <laughs> night alone, I watched five episodes of Shades of Blue. Now I'm ready you for did? ready for the finale because, you know, that's J-Lo's TV yes, show. Yes, and, and you really liked that. Episodes. You know what? It's just a great corny procedural. And I just love Jennifer Lopez yes. as an actress. I really do. What season is that on now? It's the third and last one. Oh, okay. All right. And I like how Ray Liotta yells yep. and barks his way through it. Mm-hmm. And, Anyway, but yeah, I sat there for just hours. Yeah, yeah. And then I watched New York Housewives before I went to bed. Yep, they're so good. Casey was gone. I had control of the downstairs TV. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, it would be probably really pathetic. But people do like to just veg sometimes. It's just funny because that sounds completely undoable. No one would ever want to do that. But then when you really think about, I mean, there's just such good TV nowadays, though. And it's addicting. Mm -hmm. By the way, our LoJ Fair fair shirts are very pink lady. I like them. They kind of look like the pink lady. And since it's the 40th anniversary of Greece, it wasn't planned or anything. But Uh serendipitous. Yeah, I know. it. I know. And the sharks, how about all the damn sharks? Cape Cod, Fire Island. Did you see that on the East Coast? They are biting up and down that coast. It's the summer of Jaws. Really? Yeah. There's always a big shark movement over the summer. Well, they said Cape Cod has this increase of great whites because for some reason there's a bunch of seals that aren't usually there. And of course, that's shark nip. (laughs) Yes, that's true. (laughs) International joke day. Oh, no. <laughs> that wasn't a joke. I, uh, keep swinging, I, I know. All right. Donnie, or should I tell Kenny my other good joke? Yeah. Yes, tell Kenny. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, Kenny. Kenny needs to hear your joke. You're what's, like this. what's the d- difference between a golf a man who likes golf balls and G-spots? Or what? How did the joke go? What's the difference between oh a golf God. ball and, and a G-spot? G-spot? Oh, oh, oh. Man, what? What? I a man will spend all day looking for the golf ball. Right, right. <laughs> She's up on all the trends. 
This is the My Talk Now trending report. There are things you need to know. On this day when we lost the Queen of Soul, Aretha Franklin, uh, tributes, as you might imagine, are still pouring in from the likes of Barbara Streisand and Carol King. Carol King saying, what a life, what a legacy, so much love, respect, and gratitude. Of course, Aretha with a, uh, a big hit by the song that uh, Carol King co-wrote with her then-husband, Natural Woman. Barbara Streisand saying, it's difficult to conceive of a world without her. Not only was she a uniquely brilliant singer, but her commitment to civil rights made an indelible indelible impact on the world. Lady Gaga trending today. We've posted these. Uh, after announcing her Las Vegas residency, she has posted these three photos, and they're all distorted images of her, and I can't really describe them very well. You have to go and see them online. They're almost American horror story-like. They're really bizarre. And uh, lastly, a trending is Serena Williams. Why? She is on the cover of Time magazine, and she is the picture of pure power. That one's also posted. Check it out. All right, that's what's trending here at My Talk 1071. Now you know what we know. See more at MyTalk1071.com. we are playing Aretha all day long for the Queen of Soul who passed away this morning with her loving family around her. The family in their statement said they really appreciated the outpouring of support from family and fans around the world. Yeah, yeah I thought so, the statement was really nice. Yeah, it was really sweet. It was sweet. So, um, anyway, and it's also Madonna's 60th birthday today. Donnie has posted... Um, 60 iconic photo photos of uh, Madge. Mm-hmm. So happy birthday, Madonna. The birthday everybody dreads, 60. I can't believe she's 60. I know. Which, I don't mean that in a mean yeah. way or any, or any sort of way. But yeah. I, I just can't it believe just, it. She that's like a like big it. birthday yeah. year. Yeah. Feels like. So anyway, um, Donnie, maybe... You know, at some point, I know we're playing Aretha, but I would love to hear Burning Up. That was like the song that I fell in love with Madonna. Burning Up. Burning Up. Oh, okay. Her first two chart hits were Burning Up and Everybody, and it made the Billboard does the Hot Dance Club songs. Hmm. And that those were, and then those two hits being on the Dance Club thing, then she did her iconic, you know, the Borderline album. Yeah. Oh, okay. And Holiday on it. Yeah. yeah. So okay. I just was. I just moved to Minneapolis, and anyway, that was just all we did was go to clubs and dance and yeah. burning up. That's we're like, who is this? Oh, fun. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so happy birthday, Madonna. Okay, so Jessica Biel has a show on USA called The Sinner. Did you ever watch it last year? I haven't watched it, but I know about it. Yeah, excellent. Didn't, yeah, excellent. She bought the rights to that, right? To the book. Yes, yes. to the book. And last mm-hmm. summer, she starred in it. She's yes. nominated for an Emmy. She's the producer on the second season of The Sinner. And um, Bill Pullman, the detective in the first one, is the only character that's carried over. But Carrie Coon plays the mom of a 13-year-old boy who confesses that he killed 
these two people that he was with that you ha- that happens on the very first episode like right. in the first which is giving nothing away 15 minutes okay and he confesses and bill pullman just like with the jessica beal it's not a who done it but why did he do it or she do it mm-hmm. is sort of the premise it's so good. Oh, good. Okay, I, I so, love that for her. So here's Jessica Biel talking about uh, how she found out about her Emmy nomination. Tell me how you found out. I mean, that has just got to be one of the highlights of life. It was truly uh, like a, one of those crazy moments that you didn't believe was real. <laughs> I was actually driving in a car. I'd just gotten um, out of the Amsterdam airport. I was driving to the hotel and I got this call and my kid was in the car and you know we were playing games and reading stuff and he was looking at his iPad and there was all this you know stuff going on and I'm on the phone you know it, just, it was a very mom moment <laughs> you know like everything's happening once you're getting some great news and then where's the water and where's the snacks <laughs> exactly you know I'm like great 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 that's amazing where are the snacks <laughs> you get like 10 seconds to it that's all you it. get but it's got to feel like the fact that you are not only it's for your for your role as an actress but you found this project. You were the executive producer of this center. Yes, it it's so rewarding and so amazing to be recognized in this way. I I have been a, at the, you know, the bottom of this ground zero sort of uh, experience with this project mm-hmm. and have been along with it every step of the way through the casting and the writing and um, the post and everything. So for me, this is my baby. It is. You know, as, and I share it with our entire cast and crew and our creative team and everything, but it feels so close you know, close to my heart that to be recognized and with the women that I'm recognized, the, these people that I look up to and that I've, you know, I, I want my careers to be like their careers. And now I'm in the same category as them. Like it's, it's unbelievable. And of course she was nominated for a golden globe and Reese Witherspoon and the big little eyes. I mean, she probably yes. doesn't have a chance, but it really is a great show. And I'm surprised that it's on USA Network. Not that that isn't a good network because that gave us suits and, you know, it's given mm-hmm. us other shows. Yeah. But the quality of that show, I like The Sinner better than I like Sharp Objects right mm. now because that show is just dark fans yeah, and mumbles. I know. Is it yeah. not good? Is Sharp uh, Objects not mm. good? Because that's is, a surprise. Put it on closed caption. Yeah. We, we called it dull object. Yeah. <laughs> it, put it on closed uh, caption. It moves very slowly and it's very dark and there's a lot of mumbling. It's hard to hear. Okay. And mm. it's the same director who did Big Little Lies. But I just feel like I'm looking at the center and Sharp Objects. They're both sort of this... Mm you know, psychologically thrilling and, you know, you're trying to unravel this mystery, the center is giving us way more. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So let's play the next one. She explains what the center is about. The thing that's interesting about this series, it's not about who did it. It's more about why. That's it. That's it. We um, are looking at like a psychological onion peeling of a human brain and a human experience and a past. And what happened to this woman that, you know, created who she is in this moment and why she does this extreme act, this terrible, terrible crime. Um, And we tell you right away, you see it. You as the audience see it right away, first episode, that this character commits this crime. And season two follows that in the sense of you see the crime, but now we have a new set of actors. And full disclosure, Cora, your character is not in this particular season. That's correct. But there is a common thread 
Bill Pullman, the, the detective, yes. he's still in it. Yes. He is our cornerstone, our foundation of this show. And he's going to take us into a new location, into a new town that has a lot of um, connection for himself um, privately, which we will learn a little bit more as the show goes on, as the series goes on. And... Um, He's going to investigate a new case, and we're going to meet a bunch of interesting characters, a lot of female characters, which is really exciting to create amazing roles for women, obviously, something that my company is really, um, you know, we take very seriously. And Carrie Coon is the the woman who's the mom of this boy who's confessed to this murder from Fargo. Okay, yeah. She played the, the sheriff. Yes. She's quite yeah, excellent she's really in it. So. I mean, like, good for Jessica Biel, and then she was yes. on with Stephen Colbert. She's so pretty. She is. I feel so bad that she's married to Justice. I do, too. <laughs> I do, too. But I'm really happy for her about this show. Same. And it's it's mostly because I feel so bad for her that she's married yeah. to Justin Timberlake. And because we haven't... She was in so much. She was in Seventh Heaven and yes. so much yeah. before and then, she met him. Yes, and then... And then she met him, and it's just been the Justin, annoying show. Justin show yes. for 10 years. It has, even at the Golden yes. Globes this year, remember? Yes. How he had to, oh. She was nominated and it had to make it all about him. Yes, and they went and he he released his song, song. right when they were going. The Friday of Golden Globes. And he took a video of them on the way to the, the Golden Globes. award show. Yeah, on the way to the Golden Globes of Jessica and him dancing to his own song in the car on the way there. His terrible, <laughs> terrible funky song or whatever it was. Yeah, it was terrible. Listen to this. So... First off, Justin Timberlake is releasing a book in October. Try not yeah. to make your eyes roll when I give <laughs> yeah. you the title. It's called Hindsight and All the Things I Can't See in Front of Me. Okay? So roll your eyes so hard, okay? <laughs> yes. Comes out October 30th. It will include photos from his life, his various tours and recording sessions. Plus, Justin wrote anecdotes, reflections, and observations on his life and work to give readers more context <sighs> about what inspires him and what goes into producing a highly orchestrated live tour show. So basically it's a book about Justin, written by Justin, all about his life, Justin, Justin, Justin. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So guess what he's also done? He's what? fired his publicist of over 20 years, Sonia Muckle. Yeah. The Man of the Woods is fine solo. He wasn't happy with Sonia after the Super Bowl. That was the last straw, the mixed reviews that followed the February 2nd release of the singer's fifth album, Man of the Woods. Um, He's, he, I mean, I saw that and I laughed out loud. No because kidding! Because we're so annoyed by him and he probably is starting to hear that people are annoyed by him. But so he's got to change his why strategy. Is why is the halftime performance... <laughs> well, I'm not saying it's her fault. Was she fault, the one who told them to pay tribute to Prince by singing I Would Die For You and putting a hologram oh, of him on a sheet? I don't know. No, I mean, it's not her fault. It's <laughs> yeah. his fault, but... You know, when you're doing something wrong and maybe you think you're the best person in the entire yeah. world, you look around and you blame other people. Yeah, like, that's true. Right? I mean, yeah. there's no way to massage that Super Bowl show into being something good because it just wasn't. It was just, but I mean, it was, I don't even remember it. Yeah. Yeah.
But it was universal crappy reviews and universal crappy reviews for Man of the Woods. He ever since he he's there was somewhere along the line where he started believing his own hype. It was when he threw Janet Jackson under the bus. Yes. Yes. That's when it was. And he's been intolerable ever Ever since. since. And guess (laughs) what PR firm he signed with? What PR firm? Oh, Janet's. He signed with Janet's. Sunshine Sachs, the same firm. Oh, (coughs) Oh, he signed with them because he knows everyone hates Hates him from that. Yes. So he's trying to show that he's, I don't know, he's trying to walk down Janet's path. Yeah. Oh, yeah. good luck, JT. And remember Janet on Super, oh, yeah, I mean, he. you can't rewrite stuff that you did. Remember, JT, you were like, no, no, that was, we didn't plan that, that was accidental. No, he had every excuse in the world. Oh, he was just <laughs> pathetic. That was accidental? Yeah, sure that's enough. what he tried what? to tell yeah. us. Oh. And then they invite her to the Grammys the next week, and he gets to go, and then he was just obnoxious. He's just obnoxious. Anyway, I feel bad for Jessica Biel that she's married to him. I do, too. But she appears to be happy. She told Savannah it's fun to be on the road with her boy, Silas, and Justin, and, you know, she... I won't be surprised when they break up, but anyway. I know, it's I sad, really but I kind of, I yeah. You he, feel it? He, well, because I think she fell in love with him in the f- stage when everyone else, I think, fell yeah. in love with him. We loved Sexy Back. We yes, loved Senorita, yes, okay? Yes. And and his early music and that kind of thing, but he just believes his own hype yeah, now, and it's much. kind of like a Kanye thing. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Going on, yes. you know, me, 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 me. And this Sonia Muckle, who's worked with him since Insync days, she also used to be Britney's publicist. Just mm. FYI. All right, listen, we come back. Uh, I just know you're going to be excellent at Hollywood speaking, Marley. Okay. We'll be right back. So, what are you trying to say? Hollywood! Hollywood speaking! What is the meaning of this? All right, well, people could Hollywood speak along with us with these photos. So Lady Gaga, a week ago, she let us know, you know, the Las Vegas residency is happening. Mm-hmm. The Venice Film Festival is premiering A Star is Born on August 31st. Oh, I can't wait. I can't know. wait for that. I know. So then today she unveils these photographs by Eli Russell Linnitz, who's worked extensively with Kanye West. And these three photos, which Johnny has posted, are... Basically, it's a dramatic retouching of Lady Gaga's bodies, drastically slimming her waist in one, making her <sighs> boobs look like um, melons in a net, and her jaws <laughs> really long. It almost looks like a um, Snapchat, you know, like with the face. I yeah, it it looks like something from American Horror Story. It does. Exactly. It looks and yeah. and those tools that we used to use if you used to play with something and you distort people's Store faces. It. Yeah, because and- the one long nose and then this other one where she's got the cat face over her crotch. Yeah, the mask. That one I like. Yeah, it's kind of cool. That looking. one's kind of hot and cool, and I you can't really tell if it's that distorted, really per se. But yeah. the other ones are freaky. Freaky. I don't. Yeah, they're freaky. What is she trying to tell us? I don't know. I Donnie? think she's. 
I don't I know. I have no idea what she's trying, trying to, to tell, tell us. us. Well, the name of her you know. Vegas residency is called Enigma. And these pictures are an enigma. That's true. So maybe that's yeah, it. It's kind of funny. She was so wild and out there for so long. Yeah. And then more recently has been not wild yeah. and out there. And very more, I don't know, grassrootsy feeling. Yeah. So I feel, I feel like this is a little bit like I'm still weird. Yeah. I'm still a little weird. Okay. And I'm still an enigma. Yeah. Kind right. of, Letting right? Because we that. haven't seen this weird stuff from her no, in a we long haven't. time. You're right. You're right. Okay, so Emma Stone covers Elle magazine. Okay. Okay, we posted the photo yesterday looking mm. fantastic. Yeah. I wanted you to Hollywood speak um, something from this September cover issue. And okay. I love it when Emma has red hair. Yeah. I really like her with red hair. I missed her red hair. It suits her so much more than that weird blonde shade she had blonde for Blonde doesn't years. look good on her. Anyway, yeah. Um, Anyway, uh, so the one thing I thought of when I read this, I thought magazines are cutting down on the number of people they have working for them because they do so many celebrities on the cover who are interviewed by another celebrity. It might be the tightening of magazine. Mm, Sure. But have you noticed that? That so many magazines do these interviews where the celebrities interviewed so nobody has to get paid to do the interview? You know what I'm saying? Nobody gets paid in that case? Yeah, a celebrity. I mean, they don't pay the celebrity interviewer? No, Emma's Q&A was done by Jennifer Lawrence. Oh. Okay, uh, Jennifer Aniston just did an interview, and that Q&A was done by, I forget who it was. It's kind of a new thing in the magazines. I'm not, I'm going to just say that the magazines might be having to tighten their belt, because as I said to my nieces and nephew in Montana, I gave them each a mag- magazine, I said, this is the old-fashioned iPhone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this Look is a very it. big what paper iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> That's I interesting. Text? I would kind of think that the, both of those people would be paid. No. Because you just, I mean, why would they? Promoting would something. They They're promoting yes. something. They're, you're always, a cover is always tying in with the movie or yeah, TV yeah, show or right, something. Right. I mean, their PR people mm-hmm. are coordinating well, Why it. would Jennifer Lawrence do it for free as the interview were it doesn't cut it's no big deal it's good for her it's pr you know come on anyway but the magazines what they're getting is that that's one less reporter that they need to do a story a writer so emma stone is turning 30 okay i love it when people turn 30 i love it when people just jump out of their 20s (laughs) she says about this she says my 20s were a really interesting time it's weird how much turning 30 crystallizes your life Instead of just living the dreams that I had in my youth and getting to the ju- getting to do the job I love to do and making friends and going through all of that, it's like now what do I actively want as an adult? Okay. That like basically, the, yeah. well, I don't know. I've, I, I remember like when I was 29 I, yeah. and I freaked out the whole damn huh. year about turning 30 because to me, in my mind, leaving my 20s did represent... Okay, time to start, you know, stop farting around, get serious, be more. But I was already serious about my career. But do I, am I going to have a baby? Who am I, do I want to stay married to this guy that I'm not being very nice to? You know, I had all these things and it felt like I had to, some of the Tom puckery of my 20s needed to come to an end. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. 
You know, that yeah. you should kind of get your... I get it. I get I get a kind of a shifting of priorities, I think, maybe a little bit. But I also am a little bit thinking, okay, Emma, it's okay. not like everything changes in a day. Well, and yeah, going that's like, true. Oh, gosh, I'm so wise now. Right, like, wow, right. my, you know, in my 20s, it, I, it was very much this way. It's like you're still in your 20s. All you're I really, really want to know, is she banging Justin Theroux anymore? Yeah. That's really what I want to know. Yeah. And I wish Jennifer Lawrence had asked her that. Yeah. You yeah. Know? Probably not. She probably just wanted a piece of that. Yeah. Do you feel lucky that you grew up without social media? You're like the last group of maybe millennials. I don't and know. And Emma Stone would have grown up without social media. Yeah. Because she says, you know, how grateful she is. Yeah. I don't because know how grateful I am, but yeah. I, I, I think that it is kind of, it would be scary now. Like, I think I would be really nervous with my kid now, having yeah. kids, now, if I had kids yeah. now. Yeah. I think that would be scary territory a little bit. Yeah. But I don't know. I guess we always adapt. I guess, I guess I think you'll feel lucky to, that, that you're like maybe the last generation to yeah. grown up people who are what, 25. To, yeah, at the same time though, that I, you, you got to grow up yeah. with your, you know, your, I mean, let's face it, being a tween and an early teenager sucks. It is not yeah, fun. No, it's I don't terrible know no matter what. Yeah. Person who says, gee, I wish I was in eighth grade again. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Nobody. Oh my God. Oh, I wish I could repay seventh grade yeah. or ninth grade. Yeah. No, 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 no. We should all post photos of ourselves in eighth grade. Yeah. It's just the absolute peak awkwardness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So imagine being, you know, having all that yeah. on top of already that. So anyway, she doesn't have any social media. She doesn't? Emma Stone Mm -mm. doesn't? Huh. No. See, and that's the other funny thing about it is if you had kids or something like that, I was just thinking about this the other day for some reason with, you know, kids on iPads or something like that. And you want to restrict maybe some of their time or something. But at the same time, a lot of these skills are so important that by doing oh, that, already, they need to be savvy with them. They already are. Yeah, okay, they, even they if already you are. them or something. I've got a two and a four-year-old, you know, Casey's grandkids, which I guess they're mine. You know, they I, yeah. I call them my little glam yeah. toddlers. Uh, it's amazing, like their hand-eye coordination. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. just their world. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Britney Spears ordered to pay Kevin Federline $100,000 in legal fees. He's going to get more money. Sure. He's been getting the same child support for 10 years. uh, Yeah. Yeah. If she's made that much more money, then, you know, it's probably a drop in the bucket for her anyways. I don't know why the dad isn't doing it. He is conservatorship of Britney's money and Kevin has 100% custody. Wow. We can't still all these years. He is 100% custody? Wow. Yes. And he, you know, I don't know. I just, it's Britney's dad. She probably doesn't even know what's